0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the BMX in Our Blood. This week's interview is with Mother (coughs) Malali Bike Park. It's very entertaining. So anyway, if you enjoy this kind of, (coughs) then definitely keep listening because it's just going to make you, (coughs) and laugh so hard like I did when Louis kept saying. Definitely put the uh, the Bronx in the interview. Also, one last quick thing, in honor of Malali celebrating their 30th year as a positive place for kids to go, please consider going to their GoFundMe page, which is BMX in the Bronx on GoFundMe, and donate whatever you possibly can, because they certainly run on a tight budget. It's a nonprofit organization, and as you'll hear in the interview. They do the best they can with what they are given by community organizations and volunteer work. Anyhow, show up at any events they have. They'll be announcing a 30th anniversary event coming up, along with their regular schedule of lots of really great events that they have every year. Pay attention to that, and you can find that through malalibikepark.org. So, I will see whoever's going down to Swamp Fest this weekend. Really looking forward to that. Going to have some great interviews with some amazing people like Ronnie Bonner, Robbie Morales, John Paul Rogers, and a few other really cool surprises. So if you see me down there, please say hello. I'm sure I'll be wearing the BMX in our blood t-shirt, so I'll be pretty easy to pick out. And on the subject of that, thank you all for your support of the podcast by purchasing t-shirts maybe just making a donation uh through PayPal definitely helps as I travel and not necessary but it's um it's it's definitely helpful. I appreciate it and if you choose to do that you can PayPal through my full name Joseph P ism Paul Doherty D O H E R T Y at Hotmail.com. That's my PayPal address. And you can order shirts through that as well. Medium, large and extra large. So anyway, see you all soon. Hope you enjoy this. Podcast of the Malali Bike Park. Thanks. Bye.
1: Now, hold up for your info. for your info. Give when you. I started racing, you know when what you I started racing, me?
0: what that got to do with when right. you
2: first came here? I didn't.
1: Why would I call myself? You skills?
2: came here with I your old skills, skills name. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. No, I had scandalous. I had
1: scandalous on the. Uh, <laughs> I did. No, oh, yeah. I had scandalous on the frame. I never had skills written on the frame. Right. I had. So scandalous you everybody
2: your name is Skills. stop with that man. <laughs> Alright, you, you better all call yourself you. BMX Kings. <laughs> <laughs> For today, yeah. you're not BMX Kings.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're not Malali King either. Right, alright, cool. <laughs> who, who is Malali King? Where are who are we, we crowning Malali King? No nah, King. I'm just kidding. There should never be. It's a, the only one that can really
1: claim that shit
0: yep. is Dave Littleman. Mm. One,
2: enough the king of new york contest here to call himself whatever the fuck he wants from Malawi. there's a question
0: that's going to come up about him so there you I go I got one for you go ahead. all <laughs> right let's <go. laughs> give it yep <laughs> yep absolutely all right well why don't we kick it off welcome back to the BMX in our blood we're here at malali bike park so we got uh Louie mm-hmm. Perez, right yep sir huh, remember that right, Brendan Bale Thank you. Rob Ramos uh, Aikens and Tyrone Skills and my son, who is really pumped to be here, you could tell. Nice. <laughs> he's a skater, by the way, so he's, 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 seeing all the two wheels and he's like, uh four only. You're not one of him, that's alright. Yeah. yeah. Your father, you got the pass. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's it. <laughs> Believe me, you wanted me to drop him on the way. He could went to major. 150-something on yeah, the way, right? Five, yeah. Seven, too cold. to you know. heaven. Hey, yeah. Okay, that. It's the fuck. <laughs> so, so the big reason I wanted to do this one is you guys have a thirty, this is your thirtieth anniversary year, right? Sir. Sure. So, uh, which is a huge, huge deal. So, I wanted to talk to you guys and kind of highlight that, and uh, and make sure we let everyone know and get people down here and celebrate it. So, I'm going to start with something I read online that I thought was pretty important, and it was your mission statement which is to provide a safe environment for the youth to be active, creative, and off of the streets. So I think that's pretty much key, right? It still is to this day. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, that's the main thing. So why don't we go back to the beginning, and uh, including you, Todd, Just if you each want to take a turn, tell a little bit about the history, how you started, because there's a lot involved, uh, I'm sure, with the city, to get the spot the whole way through, just that first chunk, you know? The
2: first, the first real history of Malali is fucking Victor Ortiz. Oh my, rad dogs. And the rad dogs. And and Tony Diaz and Joe Jumeriz and Joe the skater. What was the skater's name? Joe Jimérez. No, it's, Joe Jumeriz is... The skater, is the skater. Who's JT? Joe Torres. Joe Torres. Okay, so Joe Jumeriz is the skateboarder, the one skateboarder that, did, that was on the beginning mm-hmm. of all this shit. Alright, and Joe Torres, who was another rad dog. Tony... Joe and Victor were rat dogs they started and they started the park and the guy that was in charge of the parks department was Jerry Damaris okay and that's the guy that gave the okay to Victor to have Ramps in here and hold the contest and everything came from that Gotcha okay all right so that's so- the real fucking history that cannot be debated by nobody nobody else came in and did anything those guys started Malali Park primarily Victor Ortiz okay all right? So, that's the, that's the beginning of that. How, how long did it take to get the city on board to let him start with the ramps? Seriously, he would have to answer it. I know that this park in 88 was the first contest. Oh, okay. Okay, they already had their ramps. They, had, they were famous in the Bronx for already having a half-pipe in Soundview. But then
4: again, there was half-pipes all over the Bronx. Yeah, but
2: they were like the main, you know, they were the main shit. Nobody could argue that the Rat Dogs, as far as the Bronx... And, and a lot of fucking New York City were the main crew That were doing things That were getting themselves on TV That were out there doing their own little shows yeah, right. And wearing leathers And trick stars And supposedly sponsored by Hutch And all the rumors And that was them They started that whole shit, man And that's We're talking about freestyle in 86, days. 85, all 84 All those years Even before that You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah Those were the guys that All the younger guys were like One day I'm going to be as good as these guys or better. And they got this. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> as good or better or whatever, you know, because there's always, this is the Bronx, bro. And there's always neighborhood fucking little, you know, we're going to battle. I'm better than you. You yeah. whack all this shit. That's always been a part of it to this day. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what, you as know. As
5: far as organization-wise. Yeah. That's all that is the Rad Dogs. That's Rad Dogs. They dog started it.
0: So that crew. So they're the ones that got in touch with the city, yes. got the okay to start building, yep. and it became official in 88?
5: summer of 88, yeah. we had our first contest. We opened with, yeah, opened with a contest. opened up with a the contest. Yep. These, these guys used to live right across the street from me. Uh, I helped them bring the first ramp in. Oh, okay. Tony Diaz left a
4: comment on the, the Facebook page today. He said June 88 was the
3: to
0: start. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't doubt it. Was. Two quarter pipes. Yep. That was the first contest. Was on two, two quarter, quarter
5: pipes and uh, a little jam, right?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, AFA style, man. What was happening at the time happened here. Got it. You know what so I there mean?
0: was a little more ground going on. Yeah. Yeah, there was, was way
2: was more, more emphasis on flat land. Flat land, right? And like and like they said, there was one quarter pipe on one end of the fucking park, yep. and another one all the way on the other end, and everybody's just pedaling their balls off, Across trying to go as high part. as they can go.
0: Longest half pipe ever, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the street block apart. <laughs> oh,
5: and when you hit this quarter pipe, it would move back even more.
0: Yeah, yeah so that you know, <laughs> you have
5: to hold a bit it. Hold would it would move. You have to stand behind it and hold it while people rode it.
0: I had to put mine against a tree at home, and we had to wear out a path in the they grass, know, yeah. I'm just a country boy, you know? Those are the great
2: old days, <laughs> and let me tell you, it didn't happen no different here. only thing that, instead of being in the woods, is in a fucking abandoned lot with bricks and bottles, you yep. know what I'm saying? It's,
0: but it's the same shit, So you know,
2: stay on that path where you're... Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the park obviously wasn't as organized and nice as it is today, fenced in and all that. When did that, when did it start to look a little more like this? I realize it probably took a while, but when did the... When did your park get fenced in and you started to kind of patrol the, park, the park always been fenced like the the way that the layout the the basic layout of the park is the basic layout the parks always
4: had it used to be a ice skating rink yeah. years
5: ago
1: so we used so to have it always had the water around the always had the little four foot water yeah really yeah all the machinery and, and
2: everything is still underneath the the rink to really? have it as an ice rink yeah. and you pour it over you just pour it over a layer i would think that's what i wasn't here this we're talking about like the fucking early early time of the parks it's as is
5: it's the concrete is, yeah. is always been there, so uh, the ice skinny stuff's underneath. And if somebody were to go and turn it on, it'd probably turn it on. Yeah,
0: the same way they probably do warm and Rink in Manhattan is probably real similar to have it. I got you. Would so if you took here. all the ramps out today, you could pour it and it would be a rink again. Yeah. Just
5: pour water oh. in there and freeze it. Yeah, it's frozen you.
0: in there right now. I I can't believe you guys are open all year long. That was amazing to me. I I I think I had asked you, Brendan. I I said why because all year long They're like yeah as long as there's no snow we're open at noon yep. it's like wow that's that's pretty cool the
4: days are short but
0: can get it in yeah right right you so know, we used to be open
5: only in the summer we used to be only open like three or four months at a time oh okay then around i guess 96 97 we got that uh, first big grant that's when we got uh, put on full
0: time oh okay we were able to open all year round so let's hit that so so you go from 88 to your first big grant, someone, someone applied obviously for the grant, which is kind well, of what Brendan's doing now. Yeah, but we,
2: we, we, we jumped a, a whole big chunk of shit that happened here.
0: Let's go for it. from there. Let's because go for for really, we're
2: missing. During, during the Victor era was also the time that they first had the Meet the Street at the Brooklyn Banks. Yeah. So we inherited all the ramps from the two hip contest. Right. So that was a major thing that happened. On top of that, a couple of years later, a year or two, three years later, they had a two hip here. With that, which they had uh, the street course and the ramp and a big vert contest. That's when we used to have the vert
0: ramp. So this was Wilkerson. This yeah, was this his was whole crew. All,
2: every pro that was anybody during that time that went to that contest series has been to this park and rode it. and that's all through those guys. You know, I mean, they were the ones that was together that was coordinating with with Wilkerson or whatever. Yeah, they got all that done. You know, and that's uh, Victor also went through these guys, the the Rat Dogs, whatever, they got the, the money to get the first big half pipe built that was a nine foot ramp that some carpenters came out and built that eventually some neighborhood haters came and burned and then we cut down to seven foot ramp. You know and then Victor gave gave me a job starting here back in the early 90s. Yeah. When those guys finally faded out that they on their own decided that they were not gonna pursue this any longer. This place shut down, and I remember to the day, the day that I was climbing the fence, riding in here, and I see Jerry Damaris walking around, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And that's how I finally wound up here with a job. I got Rob a job, and then we continued on. That's when we started King of New York. That's when Bass and all these guys got involved. We used to be here winter round. We used to be open in the winter when Victor was here. Sure. You know what I'm saying? We used to ride in the fucking freezing ass cold. There was nothing about that. We didn't care. We wanted to ride. Right. You know, so as long as there wasn't no ice nowhere, and if there was ice, you know. I remember days when Miguel Valera, which was one of the fucking God dudes that was here, that was like a a natural talent that nobody could touch, was banging on fucking ramps with a shoe to keep shit together so we could ride. You know, so there's a big block of history from eighty eight to like ninety four. Yeah. Where all of
0: that shit was going on. And you you um there wasn't a gap because you got in here and yeah. kept it going from Rad Dogs on. Yes. to d- to to today. Right? To the, well, to about 2002. I was
2: here, yep. running shit all the way up to about 2001, 2002. Yeah. And then I decided to take myself out of here. You're right. And Rob stood behind. And from 2002 to like 2012, that's wow. that's Rob's era. And then okay. in 2012, around there or 2011. Is when Brendan comes in yeah. and starts working all his magic with the Grants. Right. And we start getting wood yeah. here and we start building everything back up to where it is now. Unbelievable. And then there's tons of, of shit that happened all in
0: between there. Yeah, yeah. we got the We got a solid history of the start because... Hey, for all I knew, it was the same person from '88 on. Well, that's the thing. You know, over the years,
2: you know, a lot of different stories, but there's also been a lot of different eras of guys that have been here. Because now we're talking about 30 years. Right. And what's the average lifespan of a kid that shows up here and rides? Maybe three, three four, or four, yeah. or five years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've been here. That we've seen every generation, from the time that it was before us, that we were the little kids looking at the guys, to the <laughs> time where we were the fucking guys. You know and sure. Then there were other guys that we brought up along the way that put their hands in and try to you know do whatever they're doing. And I don't want to dominate the conversation or anything like this, this but I just want the real fucking truth to be out there and sure. not some, or I, I thought that this is what happened, or yeah. this guy might have been responsible for that, but no.
0: Right. you know. Right. So let's just be no, for I'm sure that that's, that's well, the Well, kind main of thing settles here. it because Tyrone said he started it in 88, but. I guess we're all good. Tyrone huh. didn't start it in 88. Tyrone you know, probably started <laughs> right in 88, like I said. When oh, ty- Tyrone showed no. up here uh, in the,
2: nin- in uh, the 90s, yeah. in the mid-90s. <laughs> and <laughs> there's so many people. You know, th- th- the sad thing is I wish we could just sit here and list off all the names of all the guys that
0: um, have ever been here. But yeah. it'd, be, it'd be a fucking long-ass list, yeah. bro. You know? But you know what? That's good because that tells me that the community... In, in its entirety was involved because you couldn't even name off everyone in this one interview nah man but we, we we've always been the main
2: guys trying to make shit happen but right. we've only been able to do it because of all the other guys that was around helping us to get it done right like did, did we spend a lot of time on our own having to do a lot of work yeah but like I said you know there will come the time when alright now it's time to move all this shit in here give me a hand and yeah. people will stop and they'll give you that hand and the stuff will get done
0: right no, right now, that's perfect. Well, you know, got to get the base of the, base of the uh, history down. I mean, that's the most important part, and, and that's kind of why I said, "Oh, tell me the first five years." But obviously, there's more, way more to it than that. Us uh, thirty years, yeah. It's, you know, it's well, obviously, yeah, the thirty years. But I was, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, you know, five years. That's when it got really situated. But it really started before '88 even. You know, yeah what you're cool. telling me, which is yeah. pretty cool. And then it got formalized in '88, and became like a park entity, right? It became like a, it, be, it became legit.
2: The, the first ramp park, and I call it ramp park because yeah. skate park. That's that to me is almost a bad word, okay? Because yeah. the reality is, you know what I'm saying. The guys that are primarily 100% were involved to keep this place alive. Our BMX's. And always have been. Yeah. And to call it a skate park, like I don't care if skaters come and skate here. Yeah. They're open to of course. Right. And rollerblades and scooters and everything else in between. Mm-hmm. We've had everything in here. Right. And that's the main thing. We never excluded anybody. Yeah. And the fact that there's parks where they exclude you because you're on a bike, like that's a bunch
0: of bullshit to me. I don't even understand why that
2: even exists.
0: Yeah. Well you know what? Someone asked me a question. This is this is really good because I think this is a misunderstanding. Um, you know what? I'm going to find the question real quick, but in the meantime, it sounds like we don't have to kick my son out because skaters are allowed to ride around here. <laughs> yeah, so my son can stay. Nobody's going to be happy out. that they're here, but right, why he's right. Away, yeah, but. you better come. You better come early on a 10 degree day, but you can come. <laughs> you can definitely come. But someone asked, and it's kind of important who because there's a lot of there's a lot of people you guys know um, that ask questions. Here we go. Johnny Lynn. You guys know John Lynn. Yep. He says, how did Malali become more of a bike park and not a skate park? And really what we're saying is, hey, we're calling it a bike park, We, uh, but it's not a skate park. So you want to take that one, Rob?
5: Well, we've never... We've it started out. We've always been bikers, so everybody who's worked here's been a biker. We've had maybe one, one or two skateboarders working here. Joe Ramirez is the only Bumeriz, Bumeriz, really a skateboarder one of the original, work here. One of the original founders of Malali was a skateboarder. Yep. So yeah, he, <laughs> uh, sadly passed away. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, he started. It was started by one Joe Bumeriz skateboarder. Joe Ramirez death? He passed away. I didn't know that. So it started with one skateboarder and three or four bikers. You know the rat dogs. And, uh, yeah. and took it from there, so it's always been run by bikes. So we've never wanted to call it a skate park. Right. So we've always referred it to a ramp park. Sure. You know that way it includes everybody and nobody feels left out. Yeah. But we don't want to call it a skate park because
0: we don't skate. And you know what? There's plenty of skate parks around yeah. that are there is skate. Yeah, that are skate so. only like Chelsea
2: Piers is supposed to be a public yeah, place yeah. or something. Yeah, you guys sneak in, right? Ticket from you know Chelsea? There. Yeah. yeah I see
0: you on. guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys. You're uh, um, you, Brendan and. And your guys, whoever Johnny Yeah, man, we go over know, before
4: work at fucking eight in the morning and then we get kicked out by goddamn park police and right we go to work.
0: Right. So there's a place for them. Of course they got nice bowls and all that, which is a different style, but there's a place for bikes. Yeah. So um, the whole
2: thing to me is comical. That's like saying a surfer is surf in the, in the water, but a boogie boarder can't. What's the difference? <laughs> right. You, you know what, mean? what I mean? It's a good point. It's all a wave. You know, it's all a bunch of bullshit, really. Right. As right. As far no. as
4: like so, bikes not being allowed in parks, like Riverside Park, we're not allowed to ride in. These two guys built the ramps there. Both ramps right. in Riverside. We
0: really? Really.
4: Well, and when
2: and when Riverside originally opened, mm-hmm. all right, uh, Andy Kessler was the skateboarder yeah. that. Did the push that made that place open up? Right. He used to come and skate here, and yeah. he was a friend of ours. Yeah, you know, so he would. There was no problem with us showing up at Riverside and riding.
3: Yeah,
2: you know, their skate park. Yeah, you know, and then as he got out of there, then that changed. You know, different people took over, and then now it, it it's what it is now, closed up and not used by anybody. Right. Wonderful use of resources there. Yeah, yeah. you know, right. That's a whole chunk of, of whatever that that slice of Manhattan is that doesn't have shit.
0: Yeah, right. For whatever reason. Right, right. Sounds like you guys are doing it right because you're saying, hey, it's it's obviously set up. There's primarily bikers, but you're all welcome. Anyone anyone can come in because back to the mission statement: let's keep kids off the street, give them something to do. Absolutely. Way to express the block, themselves. Box up
4: for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, man. Gates always open.
0: Yeah, gates always open. Right. So that's that's definitely the way to the way to do it. But uh, duh, duh, duh. let's talk let's talk about when things started to turn. I, I realized that the park opened with a contest, but then the contest started to get pretty intense with King of New York, right? Yeah. And then uh, and then we'll get into concerts afterward. But how many uh, how many big deal contests did you have? Or let's well, not call them big deal. How many contests did you have? Different ones. Were they we, always called that? No, like I said, I started when
2: I started working here, it was oh, we always wanted to have contests. So we would throw contests anytime we felt like throwing a contest. Right. So we would have two, three contests during the year. We would have contests in the wintertime. We would be able we would have access to the lights. We would turn the lights on and, and have shit going on at night. We just did that a year, two years and figured, you know, we could organize ourselves a little bit better and, and put a name on it, and that's what we did. Right. And that's how we created King of New York. And then that ran for like four or five years. With, with the original crew running it. And when I left from here, that's when that kind of went away. It was, it's been brought back a few different times by different people. Called the same thing? Called the or same thing. Danny yeah. Parks is the guy, the baby bean product. You can could, you could look all that shit up. Right. Danny Parks went and and... Pestered me basically uh, long enough for me to just say, "All right, you could use the fucking name of the contest, you know, and do whatever you want to do with it." Because I was already out of. I was living in Pennsylvania already. Oh, okay. So I was in my mind done with this place. Right, right. And 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 on to other
0: shit. When
5: you left, me and Casio did uh, King of New York on our own for uh, two years, and And then after that, Danny took it over. Okay,
0: Okay. What, what year was that, Rob?
5: That would, that would be yeah, a 2000, UF, 2002, 2002, 2003.
0: 2003 so yeah. around 2005, maybe Danny took it over. But between that, me and Cassio pretty much
5: did it on our own. Hey, and this is Cassio Colt. Which Cassio uh, Colt what's Cassio too. Colt's name? Uh, James Belez, man.
0: Got it. Cassio's
2: real name is James Belez. He might not hate, might hate me for and putting it out. You know what? <laughs> he, he didn't like the real name
0: coming out. Well, you know. Cassio is a good. Cassio should be here too. Actually. I know. Cassio's Cassio is, is a good dude. I had a lot of that, fun watching him. That's a, that's around a, around around
3: a fucking
2: him.
0: episode by itself, right yeah. there. He's definitely character. When he did that no-hander thing through the roller, doing the waving Yeah, He's definitely original. He's definitely original.
5: Yeah. Real,
0: real cool guy, and you could tell everyone respected him here when I was here this past summer. He put this. his time in. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah. been
2: here from the beginning, too, and he's put his time in, and he's done all his shit on his own in the streets. So. He's the mayor he's, here. Is he? He is the mayor. Oh. He's the mayor yeah. of Malati. Yeah. He's the like, king,
5: but he's the
4: mayor. <laughs> that one rail is his. He brings it home at night. <laughs> what? You know? <laughs> it in the Keeps it in the Let's just use it. He puts it in a bike
0: trailer, takes it home, takes care of (laughs) it. Takes it on the subway. Yeah. You know, the whole, yeah, all right. He'll
4: never
0: take the subway. Oh man, that's that's pretty good. This I did not know about until I did a little research and got some questions on it. But how did the idea of of, uh, shows come about? And obviously the biggest one was sick of it all. The music you mean, the music. I'm sorry, music shows, yeah. We were involved
2: in the scene, in the hardcore scene, in the heavy metal scene, whatever you want to call it. Right. We would go to shows. So that hardcore scene is not like, you know, that, that these guys are up on some pedestal. You, you get to know, you're around enough, you get to know these people. A whole bunch of different and there was a lot of guys in the Bronx that had bands. Yeah. You know, District 9, Fahrenheit 451, Without A Cause, uh, Blackout, you know. Rampage All these guys We knew all these guys Because we lived in the same neighborhoods We would go to the shows together And when the opportunity came You know We were like Why can't we just have shows here Right Nobody ever said us no So that's exactly what we did And you know It grew It built We also had another guy Rambo Norbert What's Norbert's last name our, our friend Lopez. Okay. Lopez? Norville Lopez? We call him, we call him white, ram, white Rambo because there's two Rambo. There's a White Rambo and there's a Black Rambo. <laughs> but he's the original
0: Rambo that Looks like come I lost in. another nickname. He was, he was oh, a wrestler. Alright? He was a fucking I was, I wrestler. I wanted to be a White Rambo. Anyway, go ahead. And he well, had don't all go th- too far in the wrestling park. I got questions well, but I'm gonna tell you, he was a wrestler, and he had all his wrestling boys. Actually, you know what I'm ahead. saying? Go ahead on the wrestling. part I li- I because like of him, I like this.
2: You know, we was able to bring a fucking ring. Yeah. Into the park, and this was during contests. Yes.
5: Right? This was at King New York.
2: This was oh, at King nice. New York. Okay. There was there was how many? We did it we, twice. We did it. three times. We might have done it three times. Yeah. Okay. And we had the, the bike contest ramps, and flatland. And the wrestling, and the show.
0: Right. All day. And this all is
2: before a lot of Balooza was around, yeah, before yeah. the warp Tour, all that bullshit. Right, right. We were doing that here for free, <laughs> okay? And it was like, dude, if you missed that, you were the biggest idiot of the year. Yeah, and, yeah. and we
0: did it like two or three years in a row. Well, I came here for a contest, though, in like 1991. And I've told this story a hundred times in this podcast, but I parked up on the hill underneath the bridge... And I was at a contest and my friend reminded me of exactly how the story went, but somehow my truck, I thought someone was stealing it cause it, it took off down the hill. Turned out my e-brake popped. Um, <laughs> so my truck goes down the hill and runs into another car that apparently, People were sessioning on, they were riding over the car nice, as part of the contest, I guess. I don't know if the street... That just I don't sounds know like general contest mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the car is yeah. in the front. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if the contest started to work outside of the park or what the deal was, but apparently wherever my truck ended up was on a vehicle that they were sessioning. So it was pretty funny. So the bottom line is this whole neighborhood is obviously extremely safe. My truck was not being stolen. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wink I'm wink. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you guys are gonna help me get out of here by dark, so so we're we're all we're all good. And there's a there's a comment about that from Superfly, so don't let me forget. Alright. Uh, and you probably know him, right? Plus, so we know him, yeah. All right, definitely. So uh anyway, so I didn't mean to interrupt this and you so you're no, saying no. that that was all part of the contest, huh? Oh no, we did, definitely. Shows, I mean, wrestling, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's all through friends that you know that's all through all this. through our network so of BMX, guys here. that
2: rode here, yeah. you know, and just wanted to help, you know. So, and that, like I said, that's always been, that's the number one great thing about this place mm-hmm. and the number one thing that causes the most argument about this place. It's just everybody loves the fuck out of this park, man. Yeah. If there's anything that I want to put out there in, in this podcast, anybody that hears this, is that... This is not the best place to ride ramps in the world. These aren't the best ramps in the world. But this is probably the best scene when it's together. You know what I mean? Because people go through shit too and and you know, fuck up on each other. But when this place is all together and everybody's here to have a good time, there's not a better place in the world. Period. You know? This is every good thing about BMX it happens right here in the fucking Bronx. Yeah. You know, where it's definitely not supposed to happen. Right. You know, by a bunch of people who are definitely just not not to offend anybody, but some fucking white boys somewhere, you know, with their own thing riding these ramps. Like that's the main thing about this place. Anybody could do it. Yeah. Anybody could come and learn. And that's all oh, that's that's that should be our mission statement. Sure. You know what I mean that it doesn't there's no being left out If you really want to come in And put in the time And learn something Here it is Right You know BMX is in the Olympics And all that shit Right Will any of these kids In the Bronx Around here Ever have any I kind of inkling yeah. That they could maybe Someday make it into the Olympics By riding a bike Or skateboarding Or whatever the fuck it is That's gonna happen here Right You know But that opportunity Is right there Sure you know, And that's not a small thing
0: Right, right.
2: And, and that's One of the things That caused me The most anger Is that when is, when is the rest of New York City going to catch up to what we've been doing for 30 years? Right. Like, how long do we have to do it before the people from Yankee Stadium finally be like, hey, let's, let's do something with right. these guys right across the street? Right. You know what I mean? How yeah. many millions of dollars get pumped into that place?
0: Right, right,
2: right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
2: What do we need here to, to really run this place? What, $5,000 worth of wood a year?
0: Right. Right, You
2: know, and here we are.
0: And that's not a lot to ask in the city that you well, know. Are you, you kidding me? With. That's somebody's rent. Yeah. Yeah. That's somebody's rent somewhere. The world, yeah, yeah. They've they done more than that with less. Not even... Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Hey, this is why I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm tired of seeing what's you, going you on. <laughs> 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 on. You fucking know That's why you chuck on <laughs> <and you> <laughs> <You can laughs> no? no. Wait, hey. No. Go move my van. Wait. Go move my van. Everyone's going to know. All right. All right. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. But, you know, your mission statement is still flying. It's still flying. It's just in different words. It's still happening. So let me hit you with a question, Rob, because um, this is uh, this is more along lines of mentoring because a couple people mentioned mentoring. Um, That's all right. You're doing a great job. Except yeah. for that Boston bullshit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even start on the Patriots bullshit. Oh, man. <laughs> You want to kick me out? You want to? Sh- should I shut this thing off? Am I done? <laughs> Are we done here? <laughs> so all right, hang on. Uh, let's see. There was, a, there was a really good question here. All right, this one's from. All right, this one's from Dirtboy Industries. Does your relationship with the younger riders go beyond BMX? For example, music shows, other hobbies. In other words, how deep does the mentoring go?
5: Yeah, another kids here. We hang out after after the park, but mostly here. Everybody hangs out here. And then you know, we'll mentor any kid. the kid wants to learn, we'll try to. I either try to help you learn it, or I'll point you to the person that will help you. You know, uh, you know, I'm not the best rider, but I, I I know the best rider, so I can always you know point you in, right, in the right <laughs>
3: direction.
5: I can always punch in the right direction. You know and the kids wanna hang out, I'll help the kids with anything they want, whether it's riding, or whether it's homework, it, it doesn't matter to me. They wanna learn how to build ramps, that, that's one of the main things we teach here, how to, how to build the ramps. we we'll get all the kids to chip in, and they learn, they learn you know, from us, I learn from Louis, and I'll, and I'll pass it down to the next person, you yeah. know, the best I can.
0: Right. And that's perfect because, that's, I, I'm pretty sure what that's the direction this question was going from this guy, is he's saying, you know, does it stop with riding? And you're saying, you're you're, you're basically teaching a trade, you're helping a kid with homework possibly, you know, you got a kid's attention and that's hard to get that trust and attention, once, once so. Once we
5: get the kids in here, we'll, we'll help them pretty much anything they need to do there. Uh, yeah. We'll help the kids, uh, we'll help them build their bikes, we'll teach them to build their bikes, you know. We don't just build it for them, we, we make them hold the tools and, and put their own hands to the bike, you know, so, you know. And that way we all, we're always we're always trying to teach a little bit so one way or another that's yeah. that's one of those things that's really unspoken, but I myself personally
2: take very seriously because i'm I'm an older guy and I know I know I know these kids because I was these same kids mm-hmm. you know we all come from the same kind of background, and the shit is never very pretty right you know what I mean yeah. More easy. so You know, I absolutely do. We go beyond, we go a hundred times beyond. Of course, this is really like a brotherhood here, you know, and we're a bunch of big brothers, and I know that, you know, so definitely. And it's not just me, it's a lot of guys here. Skills is one of those guys that could really, you know what I'm saying, that that that, and and that's one of the things. You don't, when you say it yourself, it's a bunch of bullshit. When somebody's saying it about you, then you know you have a real impact. Right. You know, and that's with the BMX Kings and all that that he's been doing the last few years. I've seen that myself. You know, he is like an ambassador of the park. You know, do we give him a a ton of shit? Of course. Right. Because, you know, that's just, (laughs) we got to check each other. Or else, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) 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 boom!
0: you street, you got to check each other that's 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 life that's among friends you know that's yeah that, 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 that's fight. yeah. yeah but, exactly. but, but brothers
2: unite you know what i'm saying yeah and that's yeah. that's the main that that still brothers still brothers
0: yeah right absolutely well this this same guy this is more of a more of a statement but he says uh i love the park and the people this is dirt boy industry still I it's believe January, in them right, so John, 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 we know we know right. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, and yes, that man. that's a that's a quality person. That's a real right good yeah. father
4: yeah. right there. He brings yeah. all his kids to the park
5: and his girl, He his he river. came
0: here he was here for the classic, right? Yeah. He summer. comes here all the time. Yeah? Yeah. Man. Yeah, those guys
5: are often. I
0: think he's also like
3: horns, Yeah, those are his son's horns, Oh, Okay, love
0: work. I think he's also BMX Ministries or something. Yeah, right yeah, that yeah. He's yeah. okay. a,
4: a ramp set up out in PA there at his church.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Well, he also says, uh, I believe in them so much. We, uh, in parentheses, my kids and my BMX ministry. there we go, drive two-plus hours just to refuel my faith in older BMX riders who are giving back to the next generation. So there you go. Huge compliment to you yeah, guys. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh- yeah, and the same goes for him yeah, because what he does him, with the man. ministries is for the kids in his area, yeah, it's, it's
5: the just, same thing, man. It's, it's, you know? it's, it's, it's along the same lines. It's also awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll get the Ray Reeves after, but Ray Reeves is an awesome dude. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's got a lot to say, and, um, and Razor. Yeah. That's What's that? That's Razor. Yeah. Oh, Ray- yeah. Razor! Yeah, yeah it's that's Ray- Razor. That, God, that guy can ride. Absolutely, he's he guy's a beast, bro and, and now he's raising a beast, too That yes, young he is. kid of oh, his like, oh, like
4: yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely Good, absolutely good dude uh, But I do want to get to raise Why don't we read one to raise here Alright, how many how many Drunk uncles and dads have you seen come in the park And yell, I got this Hold my beer and grab their kid's bike And eat shit <laughs> yo, <laughs> Total eat total shit, <laughs> shit. Yo, seen, Part yeah. of the re- Part of the reason <laughs> Part of the reason I loved growing up and riding that park is uh, life was so real and around it and never dull a moment and never dull a moment. I want to thank everyone at the park for influencing me positively as a young pup and keeping it going today. Thank you Rob, Lou, Cassio, Tyrone, um, Todd, Paul Thurman, <laughs> Max, Brendan, <There> you go. <laughs> and, anyone, any, and all who else I may be missing to help keep the park alive we're just helped out um, and the last thing he says is a question that comes up from Rob Delecky which oh, is Delecky rules yeah. what is UND and the reason I say that is the end of Ray uh, Ray Reeves it says UND exclamation point so uh,
2: UND is our own personal crew it's our own version of the rat dogs okay so that original crew is myself it's Rob it's Todd it's Cassio it's Joe Buff it's this guy Chris Carlucci that's in Florida moved on with his life right skateboarder yeah you know that we had in our crew okay by accident <laughs> yeah all <laughs> yeah, right and not just that but that's also developed into that's just everybody that comes to the park it, it, it's not one of my main problems with what it's has become is that people think it's some kind of crew or bike gang or some shit and that's hundred percent exactly what it's not right that to me when we started it was like a way of thinking like taken from the hardcore and the punk that we used to listen to and be like if you want something done you don't wait for somebody else to do it you get out there and you do it yourself and when nobody believes in you, you believe in yourself and you see yourself get through these things. And that's what that's the name of that's the whole reason is it is Underground Never Dies. It's not underground never dies because of it's a catchy name. It's because it's meant to mean that the things that are happening without the spotlight are still happening. They can still happen.
0: Right, right. You know what I'm
2: saying? And you can right. make shit happen.
0: You yeah, know? Right. And
2: that's what that is. I got you. Joani,
0: so that's U N D. Yes. How it's you doing? doing,
2: man? Joe. Yeah. It's you, man. That's Joanne. Joanne. Yes. Got it. That's one of the new generation guys right here. Yeah. Absolutely. Right.
4: right there, man.
3: Yeah.
2: Shout out to Sick of It All. Shout out to the Six and Violence. Shout out to uh, Kevin, Gill, Kevin Gill, who was really the guy behind S F T Records, who made a lot of those bands showing up here possible. Oh, okay. Six and Violence, V O D, Twenty Five to Life. Blackout, District Nine, Fahrenheit 451, you know. Eventually, sick of it all, came play here totally for free on their own dime, you know. Shout out to all those guys, cause they 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 will always be remembered here. Rambo and the what wrestlers, and Rambo and the wrestlers. Yeah, and everybody, all those old sponsors that we had, no joke, which was a, a clothing company back in the in the 90s, whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, specialized, specialized came in here. Really, Travis Cheapres yeah. and T.J. Lavin Yeah, all right. Somehow, through this guy Adam that we knew, remember Big, this big guy Adam. Yeah, yeah. all right. Through, uh, because of because of the King of New York contest. Right. Okay. This guy Adam that used to from work for Mountain, Mountain, Mountain Dew marketing guy. All right. He came in and was like, "I'm gonna get you guys sponsored by Mountain Dew for these contests, so we can right. give out Mountain Dew or whatever." Okay With him doing that They caught the eye Of Specialized Travis Cheap Press Came right down here Real Okay Yeah And TJ Lavin Old, old
0: school BMXer
2: Alright You
0: know your own?
2: And made us the offer And eventually Specialized Through our own work Cause that was our, Us on our side Yeah And Specialized right. Gave the Parks Department $80,000 so that we could start working here. That's when we really started working that's here full-time, really. okay? That's and they gave us $20,000 worth of wood and all those green ramps with the white stripe, yeah, yeah. that's what we
0: built that's out of that money. That's
2: it. And a that's ninety-five, percent
0: ninety-six. Percent. So the park does obviously have a distinct color that everyone remembers, the and, the and, green ramps, and, right? and that's because of yeah. Mountain Dew?
3: That was much? just no the no, no, green, green
0: paint was that's
2: what the parks department would, would provide us with green oh, okay, paint okay okay and then I went I went away to go work at Woodward for like a month right and when I come back Rob took it on himself and painted the white stripe and that was like one of the most iconic things right that people remember to this day that and the six pack spines that we had yeah. along the side of the park yeah and this is this is right at the time oh. when Chango was starting cuz I'm yeah. not even going to try and make believe like Oh, we invented all this shit. Right, right. We didn't. We we were seeing what was going on. I was seeing what was going on because yeah. I was going to Woodward and to fucking Ohio and seeing all these different places. Yeah. And meeting up with guys like, uh, fuck man, uh, Dreadlock Wessel, Nate Wessel. Oh, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Nate. I'm so trying to remember everybody's sure, name. Okay. But, but but Nate Wessel, huge impression on me. Yeah. As far as what could be built and and what could be written. You know what I'm saying? And bringing in like the dirt trail style that those guys loved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Him, Pat Schrader, the other kid, man, from fucking FBM. He does all kinds of ramps still to this day. Corrigan, Ryan Corrigan. All those guys had a big, huge influence on me. And that's what, you know,
0: made us want to build the ramps the way that we did in that time. Guess who has a question for you guys? <laughs> Hold on here we go. Ryan Corrigan. Nice. So he uh he chimed in and said, and this, this ties in nice. I'm glad you mentioned him. Regardless. Well that's the thing
2: too, like this place is just not like yeah, it's a little city place mm-hmm. to some people. That's all they know. Right. But there's people who have come here from all over the fucking world. Right. And have come more than once. And it's not just because of the ramps, you know, it's it's the whole package. The, yeah. the people who ride here. And the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that it's New York and it's like, yeah, you know, you're going to go to New York. You might as well go
0: to Malawi. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, it's just At like people go to the banks, go to Malawi. I mean, it's, there's, there's iconic places you go. And and you guys should be proud to say this is absolutely, absolutely well, an iconic place to go. I, pre- I appreciate people when they say it, and I appreciate the kids that helped us get here. It. It's the reason I'm here today, man. Right it's on. an iconic place that I'll never forget. Thank you. Back from, you know, when I came and, and, you know, let someone ghost ride my truck. Nice. But, you know, but anyway, yeah, I mean, back then, we wouldn't have ended up here as a 20-year-old or whatever I was, because I I think of 1920, it was right after you guys really opened. I'm sure it was for one of the contests, now that you mention it, you Mm -hmm. refresh my memory. Mm -hmm. That's why. We drove down from Connecticut, and we all, we met up here. Yeah, we had a lot of guys that would come from Connecticut. You know? and I think of right
2: away. I think of uh, terrible Terremoto, Terremoto yeah. Hector yeah. Hector Terremoto. Okay, all right, and uh, Remo. Mr. You know,
0: Remo. Yeah, of course, Remo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah,
2: yeah, And just I mean, John Pino is the, Remo. Yeah, yeah, and there were there were all the guys from Long Island that would come, super yeah. and all. You know, yeah. all those trail guys, right. you know. And uh, Delecki would ride over from Jersey. Oh, yeah, yep, meet you you up with the prices the and and, and,
3: like,
2: and you know I mean and who else do you want to go to, you know, all the street kid, Edwin, I remember when Edwin used to come here as a quiet little kid that wouldn't barely ride, Yeah. you know, yeah. and, and uh, Tyrone, and Worms, worms. worms. Yeah. you know, like Worms yeah, yeah. ruled this place for like two, two or three summers in a row. Yeah,
0: you were talking about Tyrone with the bike shop, right? Yes, yeah. uh, yes, yeah. the shop, Tyrone, and, yes. And uh,
1: what's the other kid, Rich, the one that does the, he makes the custom uh, tanks, the custom aquarium tanks.
2: No I know, I know you are talking about the kid that right that races the the Jonathan. little Honda talking about Jonathan,
3: Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jonathan yeah yeah
5: Yeah
2: from Queens big yeah. big group of guys from Queens Yeah Eddie Rios
0: Yeah
2: Dexter. uh Dexter Negron. Okay you know little man little man Rodriguez. you know yeah. fucking uh uh Brackens. What? dude what uh, there was this guy, Billy Baffa. There's uh, uh, Big Iron Mike. I guess yeah. he's Long Island, but I always used to put him together with the yeah. Queens guys because he would show up with them. Yeah, yeah. Brackens. Yeah, yeah. Brackens. Uh, Jay J Rod. Jay Rodriguez. J Rodriguez.
3: You All know of what? those guys.
0: There's a question about a list of really influential guys, and I'm going to hit that in a second, too. But let me get through uh, Ryan's. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ryan, if uh, the people listening don't know, he's he's a big, big-time big ramp builder, right? He, he builds ramps all over the place.
2: He's a big-time ramp
0: builder now, and I met Ryan as a kick-ass BMX rider. Yeah? Yeah, good to say. Absolutely. Because, you know, a lot of people end up becoming known for something <coughs> when really, just like us, we all started we all on the bike.
2: Start, it's all about the fucking riding, man. Yep. Always has been.
0: All right, so this one he, from Ryan Corrigan is... What advice can you give to people trying to do positive things in their communities for BMX? How do you get started? Do it. Yeah. Just do it. We talked about this obviously, but if you were to encourage someone to start where you guys started, you know, or in some cases picked up the baton and kept going, what would you tell them? Never give up
5: you gotta put the effort into it Everybody's everybody's different everybody's talent is yeah. different but everybody has to go through different steps and just and never well, give as up as long as you stay at it you can, you can do it. anybody can do consistent. it stay consistent a lot of doors are going to close but you know
4: you'll get into one of them so no matter how many people turn you away and tell you no eventually it's someone's
1: going to say yes you
5: you know always another avenue you know? you know? for every problem there's 10 different solutions so just yeah. keep back just keep back uh, I mean, this place here makes you tough,
1: man. Seriously, it makes you tough. It, it it gives you the sense of don't give up. Right. You know what I mean? I've seen kids come here with the sense of you don't know what family background, you don't know, you don't know what you're getting when you get these kids come here for the first time. But when they do come here and they get introduced to us, us older guys, and maybe the younger guys like you know Johan and them, yeah.
3: they
1: they see the. The the same attitude and respect that we have for each other, we pass it on to them. So they pass it on to the next kid. So to keep it, that's why when people say that, why did that same same level of respect get passed down, get passed down, get passed down, it's going to always stay like that. That's why that community of riders always is together
3: and strong here. And it, and it
2: goes back, it goes back to that same mentoring question, you know? It's, sure. we just not teaching kids how to ride bikes? We teaching kids how to act like men.
3: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? And and I just don't mean it in a sexist way either cuz there's girls that come and ride now too. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you yeah. know? And I wish there was a whole lot more, but you know, I know that as time goes by, that's going to be it's something ha- that that going to take over in the future. It's happening, you know? And and it, it it's all the same
0: thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just Hey, uh, I interviewed Nina, Nina Petrago, and she she's she's doing amazing things. For I the remember Nina coming and here, and yeah.
2: doing a wall ride, and just blowing you, everybody's fucking mind. Care, like a she, girl just did that. Yeah, you you know, know, she, like, she
0: was hanging with uh, with Edwin and um, um, oh gosh, who was the guy that? Uh, Vic. Vic. Yeah. I know.
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah. 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 So, it, and she carried it right and, through. And Hollywood. She right through. I, I remember Nina being with Hollywood. Yeah. Coming
2: out and always being around with Hollywood. Hollywood yeah. Brancado. Okay. Okay, Mike, right? Mike. Yeah, yeah. Mike Hollywood. Okay. That's so okay. another kick-ass rider from Long Island. Yeah. You know, that used yeah. to come in and ride all the time. And
5: Aaron
2: Donato used to ride here, too. And, Every once in yeah, a while. Aaron Donato and, 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 and you know, Adam Guild and, 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 and Rodney that has the shop in Jersey.
5: Yeah, running on boom Street Bicycle. What about
2: Brooks? Gro- yeah, Grove Street. Brooks too? Brooks, Brooks? Brooks Manbeck has come oh, Manbeck, yeah, I know
1: Brooks, Brooks, Brooks Manbeck, Manbeck yeah. man. These are, the, these are all these are all Braddock yeah, guys. Yeah. They're all Braddock guys, They they're all Braddock guys. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, when I first started going to Braddock guys in 83, as soon as I walked in there, who do I see? Hitting a flatty X up table with blonde hair. This dude, <laughs> yeah, tall Brooks
2: too. Tall. Man. and I remember, Brooks, Brooke, I remember Brooks. Brooks. I remember Brooks being together with Dalecki yep. and being together with the other Hollywood guy with the long hair from. Yeah. I don't know. He was Long Island guy too. Okay. Because I know that there was two Hollywoods. He was the original, and then yeah. Hollywood Mike yeah, right. Rancado came along okay. later on, and yeah. everybody's calling Hollywood. So right, right. You know what I mean? However well, yeah. That happened. Nice. Didn't they
1: have that like, iconic picture of them two together on the train that everyone knows that uh, Hollywood and Brooks got? Of them sitting on the train together? I think. Oh, I I'd know love if to if see that. Mulligan? I'm not sure. Either yeah. Mulligan or Keith Turner took that picture. I'm not too sure. It was in a Makes Plus magazine oh, sitting down okay. on both sides of the train.
2: Yeah, yeah I remember now you're, what you're talking about. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, that wasn't sure. gold. That wasn't gold. Okay, that wasn't yeah. gold. I'm gonna have to ask the writer's manual. Yeah, yeah, that was a New York article. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a New York yeah. article. Yeah. And I might even have that might have been even around. during the the uh, the two hit in Brooklyn at the at the banks. Oh, might yeah. have been around that
0: time. Yeah, Brooks was a big uh, banks guy yeah. for sure. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, this is just, uh, one last statement from Ryan Corrigan. He just says thanks, thanks for everything you do. BMX needs more. Yo,
2: keep it quiet down there. We're doing something serious. So yeah, get the fuck room. out yeah, that's of here.
0: Right. One of the two. Oh, this is dead serious, man. Covering history, buddy. So uh, he just wants to say thanks for everything you guys have done. BMX needs more people like all of you, everyone in this room. So that's what Ryan Stay wants to and know. Stay here
2: talk instead of. They here to answer a question. Let's see what you guys got. Oh yeah, to say. you can just pop in exactly. whatever, wherever is, you this want. Is the newer generation and yeah. Max right here. Max, yeah. what's your last name again? Martinez. 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 All right, dead. Nice another iconic Malali guy right here. Yeah. All right, from the mid '90s to now, always been here. Yeah. Went to the Navy, came back. Really. Yeah. Fucking still riding. Got the Condor, got the front brakes.
0: <laughs> All right,
2: full setup.
0: Gotta love that. All right,
2: <laughs> UND to the fucking. <laughs> to the core right there. That's R- one of those guys right there. Nice. Okay?
0: Let's see. Let's go back to Rob And this, this goes back to something you said earlier. How many vert ramps were burned to the ground over the years?
5: Two. Well, two? That, that became like a tradition. every like yes. 4th yeah, of July. July. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, had one, we've had two quarter pipes burned down and about another six or seven more ramps. Don't you guys use fireworks around here? Yeah, That's a tradition. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: <laughs> real every that's your yeah. tradition. It a tradition for oh, for July,
5: we come to work and something
0: we Oh man, Rob obviously knew something when he asked that question. That's for sure. Maybe yeah. he let one of them. I don't know. He might have that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Rob's a, such a good dude. That
2: also reminds me now of another guy that that is an important guy that part of the history here, and that's Jim Delavall.
3: Oh yeah, from Pennsylvania. yeah, yeah. right. Oh.
2: Jim Delaval came here early, early '90s. Right. Okay, and was one of the first white boys to ever be like, "Yo, you guys want to come back with me to PA and ride my ramps?" Because he had ramps back then. He had a shot. Boy
5: actually, coming here I mean, on, his, on own. his
2: own. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I Which took to fucking you
0: balls. Man. Okay. Wait. What year? Early '90s. Early, right at the beginning. I, I came here before that as a white boy with. Two other ones. One. <laughs> so don't don't. I, I got that one. I got that one. Yeah. Well, and I told you I was a little worried about the that, truck. That's but, yet to be verified. But all right. All right yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. All, it was an S ten, a gray S ten with the with the with the, uh, so a. lot of S tens running around no, back in the day. Well, There's, there's probably one more. But anyway. had a Cap anyway, on Jim it. Jim took us back to PA. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, showed, yeah. Us, showed us. Showed me how to
5: ride mini rack yeah. 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 And yeah. Jim
2: and Jim opened the doors for for us to meet a lot of the iconic PA guys from back in the day, the, the Luckies,
3: yeah. the
2: fucking uh Joe Riches, oh, yeah. all right, Tom Stober, Mel, Mel Cody, yeah. all right, all those guys that were around they took us to Posh, the original Posh. Alright? That's how Casio yeah. got his Owl Man nickname from being at Posh. Really? Yes. Nice. Yeah, we're fucking walking around cause we couldn't jump anything in there. Yeah, Alright. Yeah, yeah. We fresh out the city. Yeah. Never seen a dirt jump that's higher than maybe a foot yeah. to flat, you know. Jesus fuck, And God. they take us to Posh. Yeah. And all of a sudden, guys is jumping like fucking 30 foot sets and we're like, holy fucking shit. You
0: want to kick that sideways and give Todd a place to sit? Yeah, uh, cool. Not one. the right, man. Ty, he's growing still. Oh, man. Well, that's pretty cool because obviously... T one Carson... I always forget that Sandy Carson was up this way because I always I think remember about him as Austin. Uh-huh. That was because of Jim.
2: Sandy Carson came over and stood with Jim. The yeah. first time he came to America, right. he was staying with Jim. Oh, okay. And that's how we met him when back the in the boy, day.
5: When the boys, uh, Jim brought the boy over too. No, nah, it wasn't um, Jim California. that brought
2: the boy over, that was Trenner. Keith Trenner used to come and ride here during yeah. his heyday back then. Right. And when he was piled up with the boy and SNM and right. and all that, those yeah. guys
0: were also here. Oh wow! That's the guy
1: that worked for demolition.
0: Yeah. Ah. Okay. Hey, you know what? Let's jump to a Ray Reeves question because I'm going to name a couple names that we may have already covered. But he said a few words about some of the craziest talent that uh, came through the park. Jorge Haval. is that how you say his George name? Jebel.
2: George, Jebel. Oh, George George Oh, Oh, was George George Javal. George
0: uh, Black Rob, who I think
2: you mentioned. Rob. Nah, we, we were talking about Black Rambo, but Black Rob. Is oh ex- yeah, that's right. I'm what, White Rambo. The, who knows Black Rambo? Ra- Rob's last name. Devo. Devo.
3: What is it? Devoe.
2: Devo. Devo. That was Devoe? Yeah. Robert okay. Devo. And those are homegrown mm. kids that came that came here as young young guys with no skills. Get, uh, Rob, yeah. Okay. And built the the skill um, on truck-ass bikes Mm -hmm. and came here and became what they
0: became, right? You know, and And, Edwin's on his list, and you mentioned this guy before, Dave Littleman. Um, Littleman, seriously, Dave Littleman was like when
2: one of the super pros would show up, but but not just him, you know, but but absolutely
0: Dave Littleman, absolutely Eddie Rios. Yeah, he says and more. He just gave the oh. name. He, just, he wanted to get you started. That's one of them. That's one of them questions. That's just gonna hurt because you know you're gonna leave so many uh, people out. I, I hear you. I you know. know. Well, we've yeah. talked a, about a lot of good names. A lot of people. You know. Yeah. I, honestly, every time we we I do these, you know, you always forget something and somebody. There but was, people was, understand. That's you know.
2: definitely got Miguel Valera. Miguel Valera yeah. was was a, a natural, talented guy that is one of those, it's almost a shame that that guy didn't get recognized nationally. Ah. This guy was on that caliber. Yep. You know, and, you know, there was Bummy Nelson, you know, that was, I've, I've seen so many crazy things here, as yeah. far as, you know, guys with real style that weren't copying something that they saw. Right. You know, it just poured off, it poured out of them. You know, and that guy was one of those guys
0: it was a guy even last summer, and this is just talking about this continuing on because mm-hmm. that's what we all want and that's what's happening. But the wall at the end here—someone either pegged the wall or something, hopped over and went over to the other Neolites. side Neolites. during the Neolites. classic. Yeah, that's what all the FBM guys came. Yeah, it, was yeah. it was the raddest thing yeah, I've seen. Always been yeah, it was just—it was something really I never the, would have the thought. The guy
2: that did the over two oh, pick when we had uh, the Unreal. oh.
0: I videoed that. I posted that. I got so many views on that thing because Sean Real was up there. He, he broke so that, many beans in, that in that that
3: ramp. Ramp. That oh, the Oh, he broke
0: the
2: The Dirty John guy that did the fucking wall ride coast to coast as soon oh, as we built fucking it.
4: fucking Little John.
0: Little yeah. Real. Yeah.
3: Okay. What about
4: Phil?
0: Dan Foley? Dan Foley oh, came and destroyed
2: oh, the fucking just, shit out of the park, bro. I wasn't here for bro.
0: that, but I heard about that it. That guy's awesome, bro. He's fucking yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah. So what?
6: fine, like, hand-planted
3: over, like, target. Yeah. No, yeah, that's oh, that, was that? Oh, that, oh, that,
1: oh, that one, that one. Yeah, one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we met him, and yeah. that was crazy fun. Really it was raining that day, It was just all hit chilling, you, you was, know, yeah. getting yeah. out the rain. They came all the way that from, from New Hampshire. They like, slept on the bro. Just to come to this park because they heard how they heard the vibe was yeah, so yeah, yeah. awesome here definitely you know
0: and the weather wasn't good you're saying it, it was night? raining and they just it was, kept they going
1: was they came in the pouring rain they came
0: in the pouring that's rain. awesome yeah wow that's that's great
3: yeah man okay. i just want to
2: just come through the fucking paint on
3: these
0: <laughs> all right uh we'll go to a funny one for a second um from j256 it was J? Uh, uh, hey, Jay, hey, it? Yeah, uh, Rucka And it, this is going right to Brandon because you know Brandon's been kind of quiet, so he just wants to know um, what really, what really happened to uh, Diggle's in the massage parlor.
4: <laughs>
3: he
2: never
4: left. He still works there.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome! All right, another Diggle's jab from Jay. Diggles that sucks. We, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We still love Diggles. D- diggles is... Speak for yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We love diggles? <laughs> I've,
4: I've known Diggles for, for about twenty years. Oh, have he you? Keeps getting shorter.
0: <laughs> uh well maybe this is why he goes, What's more common, uh Jay says "Is what's more common? Finding a twenty twenty hours on the sidewalk here or instead diggles actually rotting Malali."
4: Diggles show up and rot, it's a rare thing. It's like a it's like a supermoon. It happens like once a
0: yeah. <laughs> year. Like, like a unicorn. With rainbows shooting out. Yup. Yeah, I got you. Oh man. All right. Makes ex- me happy actually when I see him. He's <laughs> Oh, he's he's a, he's a funny guy. There's no doubt he's funny. All right. Chris Motorhead BMX. I, I wish I wrote down his name, but I didn't. This I Instagram. Did. You do? Okay. A cool cat. Yeah. He said when I started don- going to Malali, there were about four and a half ramps. Now there's too many to count. What's the best era in the history of the park? And before you answer that, I'm gonna have Rob answer this one if you don't mind. Um, I just interviewed Groundchuck and it was a really well-received interview. He, the guy was really amazing, just hilarious. The same type of question was asked of Groundchuck of, was, was the best era of BMX 90 to 98 or whatever it was? And he said, best era of BMX. If I ask you what the best era is, you're going to say now, if I ask, you know, I'm not saying you would say this, Rob, but you would say always, oh, you know, back in the beginning. That's really an opinion. His point was, is there really a best era? You know, we each have our own era that we grew Look up in. At, yeah. But to answer that question, is there an era that you remember that, that really sticks out to you as being? man, this was going real good. I'd like to relive it, I'd like to rebuild it.
5: Oh man, there's so many, there's so many times that we had just so many awesome times we had in here. Every time we rebuild the park, is always, it's always the highlight. We yeah. love exactly yeah. to rebuild this park. We Absolutely. Knock it down and just start all over again. We've done it about four or five times. Yeah. That's one yeah. of the highlights here is building ramps. We, it's something we love to do, and every time we build something new that we haven't built, we're, we're in awe with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We pat ourselves on the back. And everybody learned something new. We built the ramp we never had. The kids all got something new to ride. So, you know, what's the best era? Everybody's best era is going to be when they're in their prime. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going to say, when I was in my prime, that was the best time to ride. Right. So everybody's going to, like you said, everybody's going to have a different opinion. Right. My best era was the year I got hired. We got to build the new Snapple ramps, the, the green ramps. Right. Uh, we got full time. That was the best year for me. I guess that would be 96. That was probably... Oh my prime, right. Yeah. We built mm-hmm. the hell track ramps, we built all the green ramps in one we built it in like a month we built all these ramps. We were here all night, yeah. every day to three night. four in the morning. Really? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, was a great time so What are
0: you talking about with hell track ramps? What's that all about? Oh well, uh, well the green the ramps. Max, right? the green ramps yeah. Those
5: were the green ramps. Yeah. Green ramps. That's that
0: Okay. Or you're saying uh no. No, this is three or, or four, this is, this okay. is
5: this is uh this is a new setup. That we got through Brandon and the Gramps. And I got gotcha. you. We've been re- we've been rebuilding now for about four or five years now. I got gotcha. you. And we're not gonna stop.
2: The distinct, there's definitely distinct. Uh, the the Victor first opening up. You know those quarter pipes. From right. The ramps. Then those uh those ramps from the meet the street showed up, and that's yeah. uh, that was that was a, a game changer because we didn't know about riding the spine. Till that time
5: Or tranny to tranny Or jumping
2: tranny to tranny Or any of that shit That was all from having those ramps And being exposed to the To the, the, the meet the street At the Brooklyn Banks Cause oh, that was right. a fucking That was a a, a moment In, a in New York history opener, man Big yeah. eye to a lot Where, of where all the tricks came out Where holy shit Look at what's going
5: on All the people from California came yeah. in, All the magazine people All the magazine here.
2: people were here All at once You know what I mean
5: yeah, So we got to seal our icons to a yeah. lot of the people that we looked up to in riding. You know, then as, as, as that petered out, you know, then we got to the
2: point where we built the six-foot box jump that we painted the Puerto Rico flag on. That was a mm-hmm. fucking that was era a, that ran two or three years. And that was just great because of the size of that ramp. We had, to that point, never jumped anything that Changed big. That and then yeah. after that time yeah. is where it kind of yeah. bled into... You know, a smaller size stuff, but that's when we started really with mm-hmm. the stuff that we finally built that was all the specialized mm-hmm. shit, which is what he's talking about. 94, 98, 99.
5: Right. You know, that stuff got torn down. New stuff got put up again. New stuff got, then we got another grant by uh, Snapple. Yeah. And they gave the parts department almost $100,000. Whoa. They redid the whole floor, the black top. They did, the, they did the basketball courts outside with that money. And then we yeah. got to build, we got the parks department to build the ramps. And then I got to design the park.
6: Mm-hmm. And
5: that was another nice area. That was a lot of fun that year. We got a new mini ramps. We had everything brand new. Uh, Woodward built some prefab ramps that they gave us.
2: Yeah, and Nate came out and built that box jump that everybody loves. Nate came
5: and built a, a five-foot box oh, jump okay. and, a, and a five-foot spine, 16 feet wide, both. Right. It was a pretty rad year that year.
0: I like that answer though, because each time we do a rebuild, that creates a new best era. Yeah, you know and what I mean. The best era is always the, the, the next one. The next one, yeah. That's a great way to put it, you know, because it's a it's a new part of the history. So that's I, I like. It's it.
5: always an, it's it's also a next generation of kids learning learning to build and learning to ride the new stuff, you know. Right. So every time we go out with the new, the new generation is going to learn what the last generation we taught the last generation. So now we do it again.
0: Right. Right. Well. And I would imagine eventually, you know, guys like these guys are going to take over, hopefully, and step into place. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so We're definitely going to have to die first because we <laughs> ain't going to give shit <laughs> yeah, up. That's great. <laughs>
2: but eventually, you know, that's, that's always been the plan. You yeah. know, and, and if it was left up to us, there'd be a ton of more people coming in through here actually having hands, working, sure. you know, doing this stuff. But that's not up to us, and, you know, hopefully in the future we can see that happen. You
0: know, from Industries, the guy from PA, he also asked, uh, how is it working with the city when it comes to moving forward with upgrades, maintenance, et cetera? And from what I know, you're pretty much on your own in that part, right? And, and you know what? Yeah, let's give this one to Brendan, and then you can chime in after, because yeah. uh, Brendan obviously is probably closest to this part of it, right, as you apply for grants and all. So go, yeah, I mean, go ahead and hit that.
4: We're all kind of dealing with the city all the time. Yeah.
0: and. Uh, City's not going to listen to us. I can promise you that. You'd be surprised.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's tough, but uh, there's a lot of organizations in the city that allow us to get money, like Partnership for Parks and City Parks Foundation and Citizens Committee for New York City. All these organizations, they uh, Department of Health gave us a shitload of money last year to get all the art and everything going. So. There's organizations within the city that have made everything out there possible for us because, I mean, we've raised some of the money on our own, but a lot of it's been yearly grants, a little bit here and there, and just slowly building everything up. But, uh, like, the parks department, they, they, for the most part, they let us just fucking go wild and do whatever we want, man. There's no questions asked. Like, when we started rebuilding the park, we didn't ask anyone, you know. We just got money and started Setting up, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the fact that it's so hands off is like a it's good. It's, it's a blessing on its own because we get to do what we want. But it, it'd also be nice if we had some more support. And you know, we had like an annual budget to replace rotten wood and had more employees here. And right. you know, we'd like to do programming eventually and have. Have more stuff for kids you know have have uh, art programs and teach kids how to how to use tools and woodworking and things like this but it's uh you know it's all it's all steps and it's all process, so it's like we we're slowly going at it i mean i I work all the time so it's like everything's done on free time and you know sure. it's like right right you know, yeah the the city is in the huge help, but it also there are a lot of people in the city and in the who support us. People in the Parks Department who support us. So.
0: Do you get your the, most of the, your support privately?
4: Um, a lot of it is through other nonprofit organizations like Citizens Committee for New York City. They've given us probably five or six grants in the past seven, eight years. Really? And, uh, they're usually a couple grand each, and Partnership for Parks. They uh, they fiscally sponsor our organization, so they help us with planning uh, volunteer events and things like that. And, right. Uh, Department of Health, we did the art project to them, and they we were able to build a big wall and get that painted by all the artists and everything, so I mean, okay, it's it's not the city directly, but it's like organizations that work with the city and are part of the city.
0: So. I got you. It's all intertwined yeah, it's in a all way bureaucratic right <laughs> <of our> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. oh man this is a question that's uh it's a constant question when you talk to anyone that's been in it for a long time so you each may have your own slant on it but uh I'll we'll take turns with whoever wants to chime in on this one but what keeps you guys motivated year in and year out maybe maybe just a couple words from each of you just key words what what keeps you motivated I just love to ride, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the main
2: point of anything. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of a selfish thing, and in, in, in some respects, but I genuinely still love to fucking ride my bike.
0: Mm-hmm. But you obviously know what it's done for you, so maybe it feels selfish. But you also know that because you love it so much, someone else is gonna. I hope. Take that on. It's you good. know, I hope that they see that part of it. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Brandon? I mean.
4: Yeah, dude, I've been building spots fucking regardless. I mean, that's part of our <laughs> things, you know? It's like having a place that we can have our own thing here is awesome. And, you know, it's like, it's different than going to, like, some stupid plaza that the city put up with a bunch of two-foot quarters. Like, the, it's, it's cool that it's there, but it's not fun to ride at the end of the day. Right. And having a hand in creating something and building the scene seeing these fucking kids show up with, like, three fucking bikes that don't work and, you know, fucking Frankenstein and all this shit together, and... Right. You know, seeing those kids come up from, like, being just little friggin' annoying pukey kids who are bothering us all day to, like, you know, kids are jumping everything in the park a year or two later. It's sick, like...
0: So that keeps you motivated, yeah. That would keep... That would keep me motivated, too. How how about about you, Rob?
5: You know, riding bikes is the... You know, it's it's what brings all of us here together. Yeah, it's it's the main thing that we all love to do: is riding the bike. So uh, everybody likes to do their own thing. Everybody's motivated by a different things, but the bikes is what brings us all together to ride here, mm-hmm. and we all motivate each other from there. You right know, everybody's the common denominator is the bike. Yeah, everybody loves to ride the bike. Once we're all here together, we motivate each other to either ride and to improve, and whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be bikes. But once. That's what brings us together, the bikes. Right. Other than that, we take it from there. We build from there. Yeah. So motivation is wherever you find it, but I, I would like to say it's the bikes. Yeah. Right. right. It's right. the it's the BMX in the
0: blood, right? Uh, yeah. there go. <laughs> I got it. I got it right here. Right here.
3: Uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 Superfly.
0: Uh, yep. Supes just made these up for me. You go. But uh, anyway. Yeah. That's and you know honestly that's where the name came from. It popped in my head one day and. It's in your blood, man. Once you start I stopped for a long time and, and it did it never left. So as soon as I wanted to pick it back up again, it was it's in my DNA, man, yeah. it's there. Yeah. So bad
4: case of warts, man, you can't get rid of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I think Insta Diggles knows something about that, right? He,
4: he probably does. He picked up a couple
3: of things
0: yeah. like that at the that's, massage parlor. At the yeah. massage parlor, right. Yeah. So then he just decides <laughs> he to stay. <laughs> may as well stay where I got the words, no. you know? All right, I, I this what episode's is- going to be <laughs> automatically flagged, explicit. Uh, you guys want to chime in at all on this, it, it, and you three, on uh, what you, what keeps you guys motivated, like year in, year out?
1: It's definitely the BMX. It's, it's a way of life for you know it's a way of life yeah it's something that keeps me going keeps me motivated like I can't think of nothing else I mean I could go to work do my job whatever as soon as I get on that bike I forget about everything you know oh yeah this thing kept me going for over 30 years Yeah. it's something I enjoy it's right. something that gives me peace now I'm not <laughs> training that for nothing you know they say keep you want to do good things? Keep positive things and people
3: around
0: you. That's, that's what it is. Oh, no? let me see. Yeah, no? yeah. No. Good point, mentor. Definitely. Yeah, nothing, anything? I uh, What do you got? So,
6: all right, growing up here, I never got, like, you know, every kid goes through their phase of they're doing organized sports, like baseball, football, basketball, whatever. And I, when I first discovered BMX, it was like, wow, I found somewhere I belong. And it's like, this place became family to me. More family than my own blood. It's sad to say, but at the same time, this is what the, the roots, when I started here, everything became so tight. So and away from home, right? I've, I've yeah. left I've left several times. I moved to New Hampshire, I met riders out there, and I'm still in contact with them. You know, Phil from Manch, Vegas, you know, he rides out there, he comes out here, he sees me. But like I've traveled, I've traveled the world, did eight years in the service, and this is always home, you know what I mean? Like, I have no outside circle Except this park. Yeah. And I help build, I'm a general contractor, but I help build a lot of, on a lot of different remodels they do here. You know what I mean? So like this is home. Yeah. You know, and I can't see myself doing anything else but I want to ride and build. Right. And that's it. And that's my happiness. Yeah. So as long as this place is here, there's always gonna be happiness.
0: Yeah. And that's your motivator that keeps you that exactly. keeps you going.
6: Exactly. Like you said, it's all the way
5: from home, man.
0: Yeah, and that's true. I mean,
5: Cause like me personally, I've been riding for so long that it's like the passion isn't there like it used to be. Gonna come out, hang out,
0: just fuck around there every now and then. I'm, I'm good. And it all comes back, and it's, yeah, a, it's and brotherhood, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, shit is it's really a, brotherhood. It's almost like a, a, a safe place. I find. I mean, it's like a it yeah. is. It's you a know? safe haven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's might that's not always feel that way, but yeah. it, it really yeah. is. I mean, it's it's one of these
2: places that you go through whatever you go through to get here, but once you're here you're like, ah oh, finally now I can decompress and do whatever I want to do. I mean come on,
5: just, just growing up growing up in the, in the neighborhoods we grew up in, yeah. we could have gotten into all type of shit. Yeah. I mean that would have got us locked up for the rest of our lives. You know what I mean? I just I know people who moves made after. Right you know what I mean? Right. Like right. so just to come here and just just to be away from that.
0: Yeah. Makes you lucky you have it, huh? Makes you feel lucky you have it. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's always that way with BMX, and so like no one, no one judges you. we're all on two wheels, you know. And there's a and there's a, a big diversity
2: here of all kinds of people, and that's there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like everybody will tell you, you grow up in 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 a in a poor neighborhood. There's a certain mentality that comes along sure. with that. You know what I mean? And this place is like the one place in the whole, you know, big soup all that shit where you don't necessarily have to have that mentality. Or you might be exposed to a diploma. Right.
0: You know, and there's that's there's a lot of importance in that. Oh, I can't I can't imagine how important it is for a kid to leave the house and see that what they may be experiencing at home is not not the only the norm way. It, or it's not the only way exactly and that friends and something solid here that they can rely on it's not going anywhere right. it's safe you know I guess it's a safe, safe haven safe zone can't imagine how important that is to some kids especially in tough neighborhoods where I mean, you got a lot of single parents a lot of maybe violence in the house whatever it is yeah you know yeah. to have somewhere to go and the
1: PMA, man.
0: yeah yeah Cause nope. some of
1: these kids, sorry, some of these no, kids no, don't, no. some of these kids don't have dads or moms yeah. or either both. Yeah. Some of them probably live with their grandmoms or mm-hmm. adopted families. They come here, yeah. you know, They, we give them that, that big brother feeling. Some of the kids make me feel like I'm their dad. Yeah. You know, I don't care, I got kids of my own. I know how I treat my kids, you know right. what I mean? So I treat them right. the same way I treat my kids. I don't BS with none of that. Cause a kid' mind is precious, especially these kids in the neighborhood. So whatever you tell them, they mind is a sponge. So whatever information you get them, you better make sure it's the positive because whatever you send with them, they're gonna take it with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they come here to this park and they receive whatever vibe we on, they're gonna vibe off our vibe. Yeah. So you better come you better make sure if you if you if you ain't feeling too good, then you don't want to be bothered with nobody because them kids is gonna feel that right. it's gonna get passed on. The kids vibing, are gonna yeah, when and
0: all you vibe, know what you put out yeah yeah, and it may feel like home to them. Oh okay. yeah, are exactly.
1: we all vibing in here? Yeah, the, the park is jumping.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know
1: what I mean. But yeah. you know, everybody got their time, You know, nobody yeah. Knows, but we know how to back away. We don't. We don't. We don't shit that. That. that that energy and spread it like a cancer here. That's a no, you keep that outside you out.
0: Are, you guys are wise, you guys are real wise because that doesn't always happen, it, But it comes, this it, kid it, will tell you. It comes with Comes with age, I think. It comes with, it it comes comes with, with age with, and experience, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we were taught about this. Yeah, pretty much.
2: And it's, it's BMX that showed us that because where would we be without BMX? We wouldn't have traveled. We wouldn't have met these people from these other places. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? They wouldn't have came here. <coughs> You're right. I wouldn't Hey, I told you, you know, I'm obviously from a, from a rural area. BMX gave me the, absolutely gave me the confidence. Well, plus I was going to meet friends. Mm-hmm. So I was going into the safe zone. Gave me the confidence to, to drive all night to Memphis or Columbus or wherever I was going. There's Come a beautiful- down to Long Island all the time. There's a real you know.
2: independent freedom that comes
0: yeah. with this shit. Right. Which helps give you life lessons because you want to get to that place where your friends are, yeah. but you only get that confidence because of, because of friends. So yeah. it's... Yeah, that's that's yeah, some brotherhood, man. That's, yeah. some, uh, that, that's, that's, good, that's good talk, though. I appreciate it, guys, because that's one of the reasons I wanted to interview because uh, you can't ignore it. There's heavy stuff going on, you know, and, and you guys are providing an outlet to get away from that heavy stuff, so thirty years of it, baby, you know, thirty years straight—it's gonna be a whole lot more coming yeah, too. Yeah, yeah.
4: another thirty at
2: least.
0: Exactly, you guys are doing an awesome job with it. All right, so Montana Ricky, of course you know him.
3: Yeah,
0: um, Actually, I think I may have just mentioned this. Yeah, what keeps you motivated uh, year in year out? I think I just said that. So there's another one, Y2K BMX that may or may not be related to Montana Ricky. We're not really sure, but uh, anyway, it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Hey, I'm, not, I'm not busting I'm not. Re- I'm not gonna sell them out completely. But Y2K Montana Ricky said, I'm, "Oops, um, <laughs> Y2K." All right. What's it like to see pros from the beginning come back 20 years later, which is a little different than what you talked about, Louie? Um, how does it feel knowing that, that you're still around and they want to come back? Uh, anyone you can, can take see that. It
3: right
4: there, man.
0: What's that? What are we looking at? Poster, the poster up there.
4: Poster is Dennis McCoy. Yes. he, signed. he came uh, nice. last summer. Yeah. Came it,
1: and kicked it with us for a little bit. He was, Did he? He was hype. He was
4: hype
0: too. And he had originally come
2: years ago? Dennis Dennis is one of the original pro, super pros from back in the day that would take it upon himself to come to New York. Okay, <laughs> Dennis <laughs> and, 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 Dawn, and Rick Thorne that would always be with him. Yeah. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, they, okay? It was together. always them together.
0: Oh, are they in the same team back then? They're from they the had,
2: same
5: they from, the from Kansas town. City. They're both from the same town. City. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. They were oh, riding know. together. They'd be a mixed brigade and all that. Yeah, so I mean, there, there's an example right there. So 20 years later, what does it feel like to have Dennis yeah, we're, come we're back? Still know. To see Dennis. Yeah. I'm always excited to
5: see Dennis. Yeah. Always cool. This year we had Matt Hoffman come down
0: last year. It's pretty cool. Kind of right now. Was that Matt's? Uh, he had been here more than once, so that was a repeat. No, of no, that's the first time Matt ever came down. a lot it. was awesome having the way that's going, he'll be back in 20 years. Cause that guy, he's he's busy, man. He's a machine. He's got more metal in him than a machine. This
5: is frequently every few years he'll drop dropping. Yeah, always a pleasure. We've nice. seen, we've definitely
2: seen just about every name pro come through here at one time or another. Yeah. You know, there was a time when they were scouting for that commercial that Dave Mirror wound up being in, flipping under the bridge. Okay. And he was here. Flipping this quarter pipe or this half pipe, when it was seven foot, you know, yeah. blowing our minds. Yeah. I remember Dennis McCoy showing up here and and us seeing bar spins for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And flipping the box, him, Thorn.
4: Yeah.
2: Like I said, there was that whole meet the street that happened here, and we're talking about all the all the homeless guys, Sheps and Ruben Castillo. All those guys were here. Big Murphy was here. Real, yeah. Big Murphy did a wall ride in socks. Like I remember that. Bare feet, bare feet. (laughs) Right? Uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, That's in the goal. Yeah. All those, you know. Trey Jones wasn't the first. Ah, (laughs) There was was a time that Bully sent the whole team down here, and Bully spent like a week being down here, and John Byers was blasting higher than we've ever seen anybody go on a half pipe doing 540s like 10 feet out in our face. Wow. Uh, I don't know about him, but a lot of names you're naming,
5: these guys are still in it.
2: Yeah, Ooh. Lucky, you yeah. know, all those Lucky, Joe Rich, yeah. all those guys have been here, you know? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I got you I got right in, uh, in. When when in here with Jimmy Besswick I got to right in here with Jimmy Besswick Just me and him, blew my mind Really? Jimmy Gailey. Jimmy
2: Gailey showed up here yeah. one time, unannounced with Keith Trenner, you know, they were together with the s guys or whatever right. yeah, That yeah. guy pedaled his ass off and blasted, like we've never seen I mean Iconic guys man yeah. Lucas Porzio Lucas Porzio another one Rip in here. destroyed uh, this place Yeah. Sean McKinney uh-huh. known yeah. as a flatlander Yeah. that guy had ramp skills yeah, that right. people would not Excellent. believe bro up, blast,
5: on the quarter pipe, blast, yeah.
0: blast man. I, I'm going to go to a couple Adam Price questions and later on when we're done I'll show you some pictures that he sent me he's got a whole bunch of slides that he's going to print Maybe I'll send them to you guys, but they're from the late '80s when you guys were building. See so, uh, is it, such a great guy, him and Jesse. So, um, we, we're kind of we kind of talked about this. I'm still going to throw it out there. When the when the park was first started, it was the only bike slash skate park in in New in New York, and drew people from all over. Today, there are, par- there are parks all over the city, but Malali maintains a strong draw. Why is it? What's the secret? The people ride it. Yeah. yeah, and you guys, history. obviously, we got
5: history. Yeah, saw
4: ramps over three feet tall. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right, right. I mean, I,
0: I would say it's history. I mean, you guys have such a solid history, and listen to the listen names you just rattled off. That's insane. It is. You I can't mean, say that about the park uh, under the what's the park under the uh, the bridge down there? LES. Yeah, LES. You can't say that about LES.
2: You know, you, you can't say
0: it now. Who's right. to say thirty years from now
2: what they'll say about that place? Sure. But then it'll be them thirty years. We're sixty years already. Here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just it's just the history, right? You know, and not right. just our history, but just the history of all the different guys that have come and gone through here. Mm-hmm. You know, and for the most part. Most people have positive things to say, right? You know, and
0: that's just it, you know, for the most part. And history's become huge lately because we're all getting older. We're all, you know, forties, maybe creeping in our fifties or or over. But it's we all want to get back to that history. We all want to make sure that gets preserved. Part of the reason I'm doing this, um, but yeah, I mean that history's never going to go away, and I don't want it to. None of us wanted to. It just gets
1: added. It just, it just gets added.
0: Good point. You know, Real it's like
1: point. a uh, time capsule. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. We're
1: not putting it away yet. We still got more of that film.
0: That's right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, no sense in putting it away yet. Plenty more to add. Oh yeah. Uh, Adam also asked about the crew being strong and united. We talked about that and how you've all kept motivated for so long. So we, we talked about that. I just want to throw that in there for Adam. He's such a good dude. Uh, the whole, you know, the brothers, obviously. We
2: appreciate the love, man. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And he'll hear this. He'll, he'll, he'll definitely hear that. Uh, John Scavarla, Superfly. He's wanting to make a comment first. Thank you, Louie, for letting Enos and I park our cars inside the park in the <laughs> 90s and advising us to be on our way before sundown. <laughs> so that that's from soups the golden rules yeah soup Soups, <laughs> such a great dude absolutely um but he did want to say that um you know we're, we're going a little back here because we covered it so sorry john but uh he wanted to know more about wrestling matches and sick of it all playing at the park yeah uh, playing here at the park in the contest so we did we did cover that but shout out to soups because he's also been a big supporter of the uh the podcast and let me use his studio to interview guys and just... uh, He's a guy that cares about history. Absolutely. I I, I feel like Soups is one of
2: our contemporaries, especially with all the shit that he's done for trail riding out in his part of the world. You know? Uh, Serious guy, you know, and and that's just one of those things. That's, That's real recognizing real is what that is. You know? And that's one of those things that draw people to this place and you know, it's like, it's like you, you almost get like a badge of honor for being able to say that you could come here or that you've been here and you rode here. Yeah. You know? Right. And, and, and Superfly's a great guy. And shout out to Enos Colombo, the owner of Base, that's mm-hmm. always been 100% had our back for this place and, and anything that has to do with BMX
0: right. in New York City. That's, that's an unsung hero right there. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And, and still does, in fact. And um, still does interview coming up with him yeah, and we're gonna have great. we're gonna have rob hughes and uh one or both of the pool brothers with them yeah so we're the gonna pool do guys
2: it. are real solid dudes too i know all those yeah. guys
0: yep known them for a while and yeah. as we've talked about real just great guys in long island as uh, as well as you guys of course i'm learning more about so there's a lot of good new yorkers man um here, here's a good quick one, you know Roy Guzman, um, yeah. Smiley yeah, Roy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, He wants to know when is the anniversary party? Is it's there one coming. planned? yeah. August. It's in the works.
5: It's in summer. It should be this summer. This you, be, you guys
2: picking the date? We, we don't got a solid date down yet and you know things move slow
0: with the Parks Department. I got you. you so you got and, to work around their... Well their, it's not
2: really work around them, we have to work with them to coordinate everything but. They are definitely on board with having a 30-year anniversary. Uh, we're definitely 100% on board with doing that. I'm sure that Victor Ortiz wants to come in and put his hand in, you know, and have a hand in what, what happens. And we're open to everybody. That's the whole thing. We do, we, we're not trying to exclude anybody, and we don't want anybody to be excluded. Right. You know, if you're a real part of this park, we want you to be
0: here, and we want you to help us celebrate these 30 sure. years. Hey. Of perseverance. And maybe twice as many people come with people that have never been here before. So, maybe and that that's being, an opportunity that's to bring in some more. Totally fine with us. Yeah. You know, there's no reason for this place to be a secret. Yeah. Hey, let's share it. As soon as you guys have a date, let's get that out we'll there. We'll absolutely I'll, put that out there. I'll do my best, too, to help with that. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, I have to ask you a question because you started this by when you put up the post and said, hey, send questions to Grom Dad. For example, you got a 17? <laughs> what, is what is that? What is
4: that? It's what you hear all day when you're here. Oh.
5: Yeah. Oh. most common phrase a, in this park. You
4: got yes. a 17. You got a, a pump. 17. I can see the pump. I can see the 17. 17, oh, the, the a 17 Can you fix this? the most asked. The 17 you know? is by 17. the
5: most asked question here.
0: Got it. So that's the 17. 17, 17 no. mil. Uh, I'm so glad that was the answer. Because after all these insta-daggles things, I was like, "Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what does a 17 mean? This has got to be some kind of deal." Anyway, uh, here's a good one from Rob DeLecki. How often did the people jump the fence and ride until dark after the park was closed? For, sure. uh, <laughs> after the park was closed for the day in the summertime, not not a safe thing to do, being in the heart of South Bronx. Exclamation point. Um, so people, t- t- uh, they still do. To this day, I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. it's a common thing. It's like yeah,
4: a night yeah. cool. I got a funny story about that back in the day, man. We, we broke in, and one of my own couple of my friends are riding, and the cops come up to us, and they start questioning us and stuff. And and the cops are going, "Oh, yo, you guys are in here. We're looking for a black kid." He goes. I'm not black. I'm Caribbean. You're not who I'm looking for. And the cops just look at him and go, yeah, you're not who we're looking for. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's good. That's good stuff. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to... Th- uh, we already answered this, but, again, it's another shout-out. John Lynn, who's a big promoter of BMX and, obviously, highly skilled. Awesome, man. He's a sick rider. Yeah. Sick rider. Highly skilled on the bike. Highly skilled behind the camera. um, he was asking about shows in the early '90s and the biggest show you ever had. Uh, and whose idea was that? We pretty much covered that. Would you say SICK of It All was Absolutely. the biggest show? Yeah,
2: that was the pinnacle. Okay. I would say.
0: Cool, cool. Uh, John's, like I said, John's a great guy. I wanted to make sure I got that. You know, that that's that, that was
2: four thousand, about four thousand people unannounced. You're kidding? Me? No.
0: Really? No. That's amazing. I and mean, we know how hard it is now to pull a thousand people Dude, and this that. is
2: before internet before any social media this <coughs> is word of mouth printing flyers going to bike shops standing out in a crowd you know what I mean handing out flyers that's
4: how all that became Yeah, that's how all that happened
0: hustling yeah
4: we yeah. Call,
2: it you call it the New
0: York hustle media, social media it probably be- quad triple that about. Nah, yeah. is everyone would just sit there and look at their phone and say, yeah. oh, that's live, a stream. Different yeah. time. Right. live stream. It's a different time, right? Yeah, that would you be their of... excuse not to go is, I watch it from home. You yeah. know what I mean? We'll get but... 4,000 views. We'll get 4,000 views. you right instead. 4,000
3: likes just sitting here well, <laughs> yeah, you
0: know. but, yeah. but But you, But you are right. You are right, Skills, because it, it does help get people out but yeah, it's a double-edged sword, you yeah. know, no doubt. So, um, Ray Reeves wrote a lot. So I, I finally said, you know what, to my phone, I was trying to send it to Ray uh, telepathically. I was just like, I can't write all this down, Ray. FaceTime. Right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. But he has he has so many good things to say. So you guys were a huge inspiration on my younger generation of riders. I feel there was a small core group of riders from that generation that ride everything and are willing to put in work to ride, to ride whether it's helping build and maintain ramps or throwing jams to keep the culture going. Having lived your generation, ours, and watching the new one come up, do you think there will be youngins around to pass the torch to to keep Malali going? Especially in the era of the plaza rider, who may call themselves a street rider, where it's so much easier to just show up at the plaza and ride since there's so many options like that these days. So if you all get the gist of the question, you know, it's uh, his generation, our generation, well yours here. Uh, Do do you see the group coming up? And obviously we've had some guys come in out today there from the next generation, right? Yeah. If I can call you that because, you know, you, you look pretty young here. Okay, maybe eighteen. 18 Todd's 19, like the maybe. oldest motherfucker in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But actually there was a couple a couple dudes in and out of here, right? And yeah, they're 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 key key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So so what do you guys feel about that question from Ray about the next generation coming in?
2: Truthfully, I mean it could go it could go either way. There's definitely young guys, young crew of kids, guys and girls, that are learning now. Hopefully they'll they'll take away some positive stuff and just want to do it. I think that that's always going to exist. I think the guys that the guys and girls that really put the time in to be here will want to naturally want to do that.
4: Man, I feel like you part know, of part of riding is is making stuff and creating something. So it's like you know the opportunity that we have here to like you know where this isn't trails, but it's like you know we do our own thing here. We can do what we want, and right. I feel like there's always that aspect of rotting whether or not every kid is into that, but, you know, like, not every kid back in the day was into building shit either, you know? Like, there's plenty of kids yeah. back in the day who just showed up to the skate park and fucking left in the car right. on the left, you know, and that's it. So right. it's like, there's always gonna be that aspect, and I'm sure, I'm sure kids will pick it up.
2: And I think and there's always good. gonna be guys and girls that wanna go big, and that's kind of what this place, as far as the setups go, that's mm-hmm. kind of always been the one constant you know jumping uh, transferring high airs that kind of stuff you can't do that at a positive no. you know, it's a different style of riding Yeah. and you know does it make you better I don't know does it make you worse I don't know it, right. could, it, could it help you in being more of an overall type rider Right. I think there's always going to be an appeal to that kind of riding you right. know what I mean yeah. how popular it is that's up to the whatever generation is in charge at that time
0: yeah, and the hands-on part. I mean, we always joke about it in the trail scene, the dry guys. I mean, I don't know what you call them in the ramp scene, uh, splinter-free guys. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's that's an important part, too. I mean, do you, you see the they, younger generation getting their hands in there? That's, actually more, that's more up to us. Helping the contractor, you know, that that's helping build ramps. Yeah, that's it's more solving. up to
4: us. That, I, that's one of those lead-by-example
2: type things,
0: yeah, you know? when it's
4: time to build shit, man, it's all hands on deck. Everyone in the park is, you know, we move, we'll move the, the rooms that
0: are there that's existing and that shit's heavy you're not moving kids, out these kids are doing people. it they're not jetting saying oh I, I gotta Dude, get we home we ain't letting them kids yeah we have, the, gonna, the
2: kids that stand around are, are gonna get called out for standing yeah. around perfect yeah. hey, you yeah, know what and
4: you're gonna hear it you know
2: that's and, perfect that's all part that goes back to that whole mentoring thing you know that's, yeah. that's part of you know we're not just when When I think about passing on a certain knowledge with BMX, it's just not physically riding the bike and jumping it. It's everything that goes along with it. It's building the ramps. It's the friendships that you have, the way you treat your friends, you know, the taking advantage of opportunities or not, and how to deal with that whole thing. You know, this is not just a a simple thing. Like, yeah, this could be a phase to certain certain people. You know, you're in it for a while, you get out of it. But for those people that are really in for the long haul this is not an easy thing to just dedicate your whole life to you know i, I would think you would know that too from oh, being yeah. an older guy you know i mean yeah. there comes a point in life where you have to kind of make some money to be able to just do what you have to do
0: to it survive. Happens, you know whether it be and family or
2: work or whatever it's life gets yeah. in the way you know, yeah if you let it life gets in the way yeah. if you let
0: it yeah you know there's a way to persevere and to make things happen That's part of this place. And it's an opportunity for these kids. So, you know, hopefully, even if you got a a percentage of them, then you're still winning. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump to a. uh, It didn't get any warmer out there, huh? Not much. Um, I'm going to jump to a Montana Ricky. Uh, This is more of a a statement. He just wants to. You said it. uh, Let's see. he just said he wants to thank you guys for the support and all the love you guys show out there to for for out of towners and locals you guys your hard work shines through and PS thanks for letting me throw a jam there the past 4 years so yeah. Obviously, your open to ideas and of people. And, and greatly appreciate it. comments Doing
4: another one this
5: year too, so he's doing There'll another be one. Another Montana Ricky Jam this nice. year. Nice, yeah.
0: nice. I got to come to one. I, I still haven't met Ricky, believe it or not.
5: We definitely love having out of town here. Yeah, I always love to hear where you're from from another country. I love that. Stuff. Sure, I and remember.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: We have guys uh, a couple of years ago from Chile, uh, a group from Chile, man. It's oh, awesome yeah. to find out where people are coming from. They're like, we heard of this place, we come
0: to New York, we want to sing a lot. I think that always makes my day to hear stuff like that. The guy that got second or third in the Mali Classic this year, he was from out of country. And he was visiting, I think. If you remember, you probably remember, it was, it was, it was Panza, someone, and this guy. Maybe this guy was second, but he was out of country. He was here. He was like, hey, heard there was a contest going down. I always wanted to ride here. We had a lot of
5: visitors that come to this later place. We had sign-in we in always,
0: sheets. We always happy to
4: see them. We had sheets for one week, like two years ago, and we had kids in one week. There was people from, like, 70 different countries here. You know, it's, it's really? crazy. Yeah, man. Wow. New York City, man. People coming from all over the place. Right.
0: Right. 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 I'm going to do one more question, and then we'll kind of wrap it up, however you guys want to wrap it up. I'm I'm loose with this stuff. I don't have a an agenda here, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one more from Ray Reeves because this one's pretty important. Uh, Malali is a is a rough area, especially back in the day. I've watched you guys break up fights, recover stolen bikes, deal with kids who just want to run up and down the ramps, kids who try to send it with their tricycle or whatever set of wheels they <laughs> come come in with. Uh, I've watched, but I've also watched you mentor be mentors and role models, directly or indirectly, to these kids. In parentheses, I was one of these kids, basically raised, uh, basically raising a part of the Bronx youth, all while busting your ass building cool shit without much help from those same kids for years. And then he says, "What well, keeps you guys motivated?" And uh, uh, possibly going even harder than ever these days, which we talked about. But uh, that's a pretty uh, strong compliment and statement from Ray, you know, talking about the impact that you guys had on him. So uh, I think that's a good last question to close it on as far as the social media questions. But uh, yeah, you guys made a difference in Ray Reeves' life life, and uh, it worked. Look at what a good father he is and what he's doing. You know, so.
3: Uh, that
1: kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, that it's how we present ourselves to these kids. Yeah. You know? You've got to lead by example. You know? It's the vibe you give off. That's just in general. If the vibe you give off this when you give off a good vibe, then you're going to get a good vibe from it. So if give off a bad vibe, then you, I don't think you're going to really hang around so too long. Right, you know? so that's what we've been giving out to these kids for so long and it's a generational thing yeah. it's not a just for that year or for that moment or for that second or hour it's a generational thing now this place been here 30 years right. that's three decades of guys riding here day in, day out, winter, spring, summer, fall climbing fences, whatever <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah is passed down to the next generation of kids. Yeah. who's watching us, and they like yo. I like those dudes. I respect those dudes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. I listen to anything I s- they say because I know they're gonna give me good advice. They're gonna give me good vibes.
0: Right.
1: You know, and I'm gonna take that, pass that on to my buddy, my friend. I might even go home and tell my dad, who always give me a hard time. Maybe I can make him a better dad or a better uncle. You know, you don't know. We don't know what's passed on, but we know when that kid comes back to his park and he's brighter and, and more happier, we know we did something. You know, only, as long as we change one kid, that makes a difference to us. Sure. You know, but when you change a whole, a whole neighborhood, that's even better. Oh, okay. yeah. You know, yeah. so it's not just a, it's, it is just a Malawi thing, but it's a neighborhood. That be, we're a reflection of the neighborhood. You know, so it's, we right we feel like we right in the center of the, I I don't want to be biased, but maybe I am. I I feel like Mulally's is in the, if if, if BMX was a universe, we are right in the center of it. At least in New York.
2: At least in New York.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I feel good to be in, in that center, in the, be a small little uh, 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 asteroid of that BMX universe, yeah, yeah. you
0: know? No, I hear you. Yeah. Loud and clear. Well, clearly you made a difference with Ray, no doubt. And uh, I really
2: appreciate the shit out of Ray for saying what he said. Oh, yeah. Ray's a yeah. Ray yeah. fucking great guy. Man. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. And, Absolutely. Now, and now here you got probably yeah, one of you the young, youngest guys. Young. Hey, Joanne, come here for a second. Kike, come here for a minute. Now, this is this, is, this is right here the in what, in the blood BMX in the BMX, blood podcast the BMX in our blood right? fresh blood. They're right talking here. about all the shit that's going on that's happened at Malali, the history of Malali. Here's all you young guys now that've been riding here within the last four or five years. What do you guys think of Malali? Quick.
3: Malali is the fucking greatest place I've known. Speak up, speak up, please. your chance.
2: Malali
4: is the best park in New York City, man. Period, bro. If
5: you ever want to catch the best pop vibes ever, just call to Malawi. You're
3: always welcome. Yeah. No matter what you do, I a skateboard, fucking world grading. anything. You're
5: always welcome.
0: It's the best place ever. Hey, we were talking about vibes. What's that? Go for it. It's nice for you, so
5: you should come
0: right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's all about the feeling you guys get when you come here, right? Feel welcome. Feel like it's family.
3: It's perfect. Perfect.
0: I would like to before we wrap
2: it up yeah I definitely have to give shout outs thanks to people sure the first people I want to thank really is is the Bronx Parks Department for allowing us to have this place so long okay uh, the chief of recreation Iris Rodriguez Rosa the deputy chief uh, Karen Pedroza uh, deputy chief uh, Pete, Jones, Pete Jones Gustav. Robert Wright, what's, who's Gustav's last name? Gustav O'Neill. Well, Gustav O'Neill.
5: Parksville Recreation Department. Yeah,
2: we definitely have people in the Bronx Parks and Recreation that are behind us that want to see this place flourish, and we really want to work with them to continue to make this place better. You know, I want to thank everybody who's ever given us anything for a contest as far as a, a name sponsor. You know and there's so many people that I will definitely forget to and leave people out but people who come to my mind are like Robbie Morales with Colt oh yeah Uh, Escamilla. uh Mike Escamilla back in the day the giving etnies. us all kinds of stuff with Edneys when he was in charge of etnies yeah. Glenn Milligan Glenn,
5: Glenn, yeah. Yeah. Glenn, yeah. Yeah. Glenn
2: Milligan Ooh. okay is a is a very important person to this part as far as documenting as far as giving guys a platform back in the day to get their names up with all the New York Hardcore and the videos that he's responsible for, all the bass stuff that he did, okay? Definitely Enos at bass, all those guys that are involved with bass through the years, all the guys that have come through here and written here and have gone on to other stuff, George Javel. You know, uh, Ed Polio. Man,
4: Ed, Polio, Ed yeah. Polio
2: is is well, we a local from, from here.
4: Park, a flatbed truck full of ramps and dropped <laughs> yeah, that shit from Staten Island okay. up here. Yes. And uh, basically the four of us right here carried all yeah. that stuff from Pretty the street knows. into the park.
2: You know fucking uh, Ralph Sinisi all right, yeah. and yeah. Animal, yeah. And, and, uh, Shane and Shane Rossi, and what was the other uh, uh, man? My ghost, uh, the whole Frank, I um, they- hey, Frank, Lamb. Frank Lamb, Frank Lamb. Frank Lamb, I remember Frank. The first time he showed up to ride here back in the days from Jersey, flip, flip. Flipping, flipping so close to the ground. Craziest things I've ever seen. One of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever seen, okay? As the years went on when he was involved with Animal, big help to us here, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, Jim Delaval. Jim Delaval with Delabao. Shove It and Peregrine and Delabao all those Designs. companies and Delaval Designs. Fucking who else, who else are we leaving yeah. out? Hoffman helped us out with sponsor stuff, with, with, with prizes this year. Yeah. You know the Kink, the people from Kink, kink gave S us a bunch NM, of stuff. S M, Fit, all those guys. You know. Every
4: every BMX company has been a huge help and support. Like you know, like when we the, have an event, they all come together. They all give us something. You know, you know we, kids. Everyone here leaves with something. You know. Yeah, you know.
5: And T-J, yeah.
2: T.J. Lavin, Travis Chepreys, the whole specialized team back then in those days. Sure. So many people, man. Even, like, the, uh, the people at Woodward that helped me out years ago and gave me a chance to be there and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Crandall. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, we forgot to talk about is, Crandall visiting is, here this year, too, Crandall. <laughs> Crandall visited this year, but to me, Crandall is like one of the, the, the reasons why to do stuff right. It's yeah. because that guy is doing things right, yeah. you know? And we just want to be a, be able to say that we could, you know, match
0: up to what he's done on our side, yeah. you know? Crandall's a great guy, no no doubt. I mean, you, you talk about guys like Robbie and, and Steve with their respective companies, regardless of the companies. You know, those guys, they're doing it for the right reasons, you know. No, And they've always looked out, and and even to, to
2: all my friends here, Rob, Brendan, Skills, Todd, Dash, you guys now, you know what I'm saying, thank you for giving us a chance to put this out there. You know, all the kids that have come and ridden here, you know, that have called this place their local park, you know, and just my family for putting up with all the shit that has gone on <laughs> through the years with me trying to pursue this place, you know? And just everybody, really. This place yeah. is not, is not it should never be a focus on just one person here. Right. Uh, this place is from everybody's hands. Have some hands worked a little bit more than others? Yeah, but that's okay. Because that's just what it needed to happen for it to get to where it is. And that's what we just want to continue on. And thank you, granddad. Hey, and right, thank you, granddad's
3: son,
0: yeah. <laughs> Joe. Right?
2: Yep. Okay.
0: That's the it. skateboarder. Go see. It's okay. <laughs> hey, you let him stay for the whole interview. That was pretty nice of you. And yeah, you know, man. Hopefully,
2: you know. this goes out and people will will, oh. will, will will go out there and hear this and feel
0: yeah. like, yeah, you know, we're gonna go over here this year. Uh, you know what? The timing's good. You've got some good some good following on the podcast, and and I think it it, it was the timing's just perfect to get Malali in this loop, getting people to hear the history, getting people to hear the impact on the young guys, and uh, just over the years, how many people you guys have affected. So keep up the good work. Thank you, thank you. you and, also, and also, also,
2: last, last but not least, last but not least, thank you to all the bands that played here, all the wrestlers that wrestled here, all right? Thank you to fucking New York, New York Yankees. God bless the fucking New York Yankees, okay? Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm all right. Now we right. I'm right? I'm right? I'm Have I forgotten anything? Listen to, thank you, Slayer. You. Thank you, Slayer. That Slayer is fucking retiring at the yeah, end of the year. Thank you, for thank the you Slayer. Year.
5: Slayer's putting thirty years too. All right.
2: Uh, listen to the Ramones. <laughs> Play guitars, right? And the Misfits. And the misfits. And, <laughs> and the bad brains
0: all I can tell you is I'm a Yankees fan until I get on the parkway and then I'm good don't, and then I'm good. don't fuck it up man <laughs> Uh, seriously, <laughs> it's 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 been a pleasure. Thank you guys for for welcoming me in here and allowing me to do this and trusting me with it. You're welcome anytime. And, uh, man. Thank you, my men. I will be back as you as you well know. And get a date for me. Let's push that. We'll and get dates. It's gonna be. There'll definitely
4: be. Yeah, man. We'll
2: definitely have another Malali Classic. Yeah. We'll definitely have a standalone 30-year anniversary deal. We're probably definitely gonna do the swap meet again. White
4: swap meet again, Montana Ricky the,
2: Jam. The Montana Ricky Jam. If we can get any of these guys like FBM if you, if you or, or any team thing, that wants to come, come down come this week, yeah, yeah. If you want yes. to do one, you're open. To show interest. interest. You show interest. Yeah. FBM, you Yeah. Know? It oh. has to be just, it, the only thing that we got to say is it has to be done the right way and we have to go through the channels of what the city wants. Got to get permits but and do it proper. If you're really coming to yeah. do something positive, come on. Come on with it. Yep. You'll help we'll help you. It bring you.
4: the good yes. vibes through, man. We're always welcome to do stuff. Absolutely.
0: Perfect. All right. Awesome. You know, the last thing we're going to do is we'll get a picture of us guys out at the ramps. And, cool. uh, and we're good. That's Thank you. Good. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. really appreciate Thank
4: it. You. Thank you, man.
0: Woo! All right. Lali.
3: Good.